I'm Donna Otto, and we are Modern Homemakers. Welcome to our unusual three days of podcasting. In these three days, what I have done is offer you 25 possible activities in your home and in family, no matter how old your children are, infants to teenagers, adults or not, ideas that will help you take the focus off the stuff the presents, the parties, the food, the going, 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 and the remembering that this is the celebration of Christ's birth. I've done 16 days already, and in the next few minutes, I'm going to do the last of the days, starting with day number 17. Be sure to get the Preparing for 25 Days of Advent on our free resource section on the website under podcasting. So day 17, here we go. Here comes Luke 2 again, only this time it's time to go to your computer or if you have a laptop, bring it to your table and look up the geography of Bethlehem and Nazareth and the terrain and the little mountains and the gravel and how must it have felt for Mama Mary, who was great with child, about to deliver a child, and she wasn't walking, she was riding on an uncomfortable donkey. And for those of us mothers who've done this, ouch, it had to be so uncomfortable. And of course, Joseph is walking alongside of her. Read Luke 2 again and look at this geography, this terrain, where these cities are in Israel. Day number 18. This is a very simple day, and it's very easy to do, and it'll be easy to describe. We're talking again about this basket that we're preparing or a box full of things to give to a family in need. And today I want to suggest that you give away an ornament. An ornament perhaps that's very sentimental, and you feel God asking you to offer it up as a sacrifice as a sacrifice and an offering to him by giving it to someone else. Or maybe it's a funny one, like the pickle ornament, you know, that you put on the tree and then you have to hunt and scour for the pickle. Um, Or a candle clip. I gave away my candle clips that we used to use on our Christmas tree, and then I created some candle clips to use on our dinner plates. But give away one of these ornaments that you have many of, to put in the basket or the box for the family in need. Day number 19, and this one's very simple. It's a puzzle. You know one of those word puzzles where there's a line and a number underneath it, and then that number represents a letter in the alphabet, and then you go looking for that letter each time, and you fill in the letter, and then by the time you've written every letter, across the number and line, you have a word, and then you have a series of words, and the puzzle is on our website in the free resources. Really fun and easy to do, and you'll be glad you did it. Day number 20. This one might not be possible for some of you, or it might be so easy for you as the Spirit leads you, but I was thinking about single people, and what a Wonderful opportunity to represent Christ to singles who spend a lot of the Christmas season watching commercials on television about families, 
looking at magazines where children are perfectly attired and hair is coiffed and pajamas are lovely, and he and she are looking, gazing into one another's eyes. I don't know about you, but there were very few days like that in our growing our children and niece and nephew up as we grew our family. And my husband does look dreamy at me, uh, but often it's because he's tired and ready for bed. Um, it gives a false picture, but for people who are single, for people who are single, it's a time to feel alone and excluded and discouraged. So if you know a single friend, old or young, new to your circle, maybe a widow or widower, consider inviting them over to join you for any of the celebrations that you are attending. In this case, you're having a celebration every day in trying uh, some of these activities in your family. Invite them for dinner or for a cup of tea just to show them what you've been doing in your activities. But consider inviting a single for day number 20. Day number 21. Tonight or today is the day we deliver the box to the family we've been preparing the box for. Check the ingredients and the conditions of the items. Is everything in there you're proud to give away? Maybe it's time to add an envelope with some cash if you can afford to. Pray for the family. Pray for your own family as you go to give this basket or box full of treasures for a family in need during Christmas 2016. Day number 22, it's quite easy. It's a repeat of day number 11. And if you haven't been listening, I'm just going to tell you that day number 11, you need to go back and listen to it. It's about spending some quiet together. Oh, mothers love quiet, don't they? So check out day number 11. Day number 23. Make some paper bag luminaries for your house or for someone else. Now, some of your climates, like Seattle, where there's a lot of rain, luminaries don't work very well. But there may be spaces in your courtyard or as you walk up your steps that are have a covering over it that are dry, and you can make a luminary. It's very easy. It's just a lunch bag, a brown lunch bag, and you put some kitty litter in the bottom of it. In Arizona on the southwest, you can put sand in the bottom of it. You don't have to buy kitty litter. And then you put a little candle inside of it. I recommend that you use the six-hour plumber candles that you put inside your kitty litter because they'll burn for six hours. The most wonderful time to light the luminaries are always on Christmas Eve. But maybe you'd consider doing it for your church. Maybe you'd gather some of the families in your church and ask the families, ask the pastor, could we make luminaries to light the walkway up to the church for Christmas Eve? And we've got five families and we'll make 20 bags each. And then on Christmas Eve, before Christmas Eve service, you could light it. I think there'd be a lot of pastors who'd be encouraged by that. We love to make luminaries. We understand that it's very, very easy to do in the Southwest and not so easy in other climates. Day number 24, pick a Christmas Eve service that works with your traditions. I encourage you to go to church on Christmas Eve. Some of you have not had that tradition. You say, I have young children. They have to go home and get to bed because the next morning is Christmas and they're up at a ghastly early hour. Well, a lot of churches, when I checked online and a few 
random cities have churches that have services at 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Usually they're bigger churches that offer that because they're big enough to offer some afternoon services and early evening services and even sometimes a late night service. But pick a service and enjoy it together as a family. If you have teenagers or adolescent age children who are dying to stay up till 10.30 or 11 o'clock, find a midnight service or a midnight mass service. Um, you're not Catholic, it's okay. You're just going there for Christmas Eve so that you're setting a tone and a reminder in your family's life that tomorrow is Christ's birthday. And it's not all about the presents and the food that we've continued to walk for 25 days together in Advent to remember that it's Christ's birthday. At midnight, have some cocoa, or maybe have the cocoa before they go so there's enough caffeine in the chocolate to keep them awake. Day 25 is coming tomorrow, and it'll be Christ's birthday. And here comes Luke again. Sorry about my voice. I was so emotional about the reading of Luke 2 on Christmas morning, hearing my husband's resonant voice watching my niece and nephews and our out-of-town guest who used to come very often for Christmas, reading the story slowly and carefully in a little velvet book that we own, and then opening the package. Opening the package and try to open the package with some intentionality. Maybe this is the time you're going to get out all those scarves and robes you've been putting in a bag and taking Luke 2 as Papa reads the story the children get to act out their places as a shepherd or a king or a wise man or the baby or the mama. Um, maybe this is the time that you're going to decide to not open all your packages at one time. I've talked to so many mamas who tell me different stories about how they do it. Um, how a father said once, okay, we're going to open a package and we're going to discover how long it took us to get this package that we had to find out what you wanted, and then we ordered it, and then it was mailed, and then it was wrapped, and and we're going to take that long to say thank you to whoever gave us this gift. Now, we didn't actually do that, but it was an eye-opener to how long it takes to secure a gift for someone, and then how fast we just tear through them. Um, maybe it's a time to divide up your gift opening in morning and night and noon. Whatever you decide to do, I pray that you will make it the end of 25 days and you and your family will feel a huge difference as you prepared your heart for the birthday, the celebration of the birthday of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us uh, for this adventure of 25 days. If time permits, would you email us and tell us anything you did if it was a bust and that was a terrible idea, we'd never do that again. Or it was terrific. Oh, we're going to do it again. Or I've saved them for next year. Anything to help us know whether this was useful to you or not. We hope that it was. We spent a lot of time preparing the activities for each day. And we pray that it will bless you and your family in a significant way. We are Modern Homemakers, and I am Donna Otto, and for all of us here at Modern Homemakers, we are praying for your celebration of Advent. Listen for Advent devotionals scattered out throughout the month, and remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of celebrating Advent. <laughs>